We're recording. Hello. Hi there, buddies. <laughs> Welcome to an all new episode of The Unknown Subject, yes. a Criminal Minds podcast. I'm Kelsey Paul. And I'm Kelly McMasters Parsons. And we're recording <laughs> potentially for the last time from my apartment. You don't move for a month. Yeah. Are you going to come back? Maybe. <laughs> Today I had to come, full disclosure, today I had to come because I had to watch the Friends reunion. (laughs) (laughs) And Cassie and I have HBO Max. They are my friends with HBO Max, so I invited myself (laughs) to watch the Friends reunion. I made some snacks. There were snacks, there was buffalo chicken dip. It was lovely. Yeah, we watched it. Kelsey didn't cry like we thought she would. I thought I was going to. I cried watching the trailer. I almost cried this time. I had watched it already before. Yeah. Because I thought you were joking when you said you wanted to come no! watch it. <laughs> I was dead serious. So we watched it, I when was it the night serious. it came out. I didn't cry then, but I almost cried today. I really appreciate you guys watching it a second time with me. I feel like I laughed more. I wanted my... to watch it with you because I wanted <laughs> to talk to you about it. Well, <laughs> dreams do come they true. They do. Uh, so yeah, so now we are going to totally switch... Um, and we're gonna watch criminal minds we're watching season five episode three reckoner 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 (laughs) that jezebel reckoner um i was telling kelly on my hunt uh for a fun fact i read a little bit about this episode and i do not remember it whatsoever i don't remember anything and then i told kelly i was like it's the episode where we go to rossi's hometown and she goes what <laughs> yeah i don't remember it either but it might be like last week where like i remember it'll it come once back we start watching it yeah. as it happens yeah um do you have any business for the top no i don't think so okay i think i'm ready to just dive right into this episode we're gonna dive right into season five episode three reckoner reckoner Let's I'm going to press play in three, two, one, play. play. Drew, Drew. We're seeing a dark hallway. That looks like the house from the Kingfisher. Fisher King. The Kingfisher. Kingfisher's a fish. Okay, so. Is that a baby? There's a. No. No, it's this woman. She's got groceries. groceries. Classic dark. TV grocery scenario there in She bed. tried to turn the lights on, but she couldn't. And she's like. Oh, is this the one? I don't remember that. I kind of remember this. No. But I don't remember. I remember her face very much. She can't turn the lights on and she thinks that the they didn't pay the bill. And she's like, what she's are you doing? slowly. This is scary. Oh, scary. it's the guy with the pictures. <gasps> is it? I think it's you're just right. taking pictures in there. I think you're right. But oh. I don't remember why. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why either. She walks in and her Ew. husband's sitting in a chair. He looks like he's catatonic oh, there's Ew, a but bullet there's a- hole or something in his neck and oh <gasps> oh god oh. and he slams her head into the wall. he's in a full like plastic bodysuit yeah. a la hannibal in the tv show hannibal if you've seen oh i was thinking uh breaking bad but it's not uh, yellow it's clear 
Okay, now there's blood dripping on the floor. Oh, Ew. he's being sawed up. Oh. Like, his arm is being sawed off with a literal saw. The wife is seeing it. Play yeah, dead, she play, like dead. play dead, play dead. I think she does. Oh, he puts it in a his arm in a bag. Oh, is this the guy who's, like, swapping people's limbs? Oh, no. No, that's later. That's later. Seriously, we've seen too many episodes of Criminal Minds. We're just naming all of the ones that it might be. Oh, now we're someone now we're else who's like on a, a little swing. boy. Point of view. Kid. You're on a swing. Boy, yes. It's kind of dizzying. I don't it's, really like it, honestly. Okay, boss. <laughs> it's Jack. So oh. this is probably a dream that Hotch is having about, like a, yeah. about oh, Jack God, on a he's swing. so cute. He is so cute. Every time we see him, we're like, oh, my God, he's so cute. Is it still true? Don't think it every single time. <laughs> oh, that's the marshal. Oh, yeah, because he's being watched by the marshals. This is the meeting point. And there's a camera on the dash cam. Oh, does Hotch have a... They've, oh, oh Garcia's, Garcia's patched him in yeah. to the feed. Which, like, that maybe is bad. Because I'm thinking, yeah. like, yes. Who's like, that guy? That's the, the marshal. Oh, right. That's the head marshal. Because it's like, okay, if Garcia has the ability to, you know, hack into that, yeah. what's stopping the Reaper from hacking Ooh, into that and watching fair. him or knowing where he is? And I understand that she's, like, she's, one of the greatest hackers ever. Yeah. But she's Penelope Garcia. So the head marshal guy is just assuring Hotch that, you know, nothing bad is going to happen to Jack and Haley. And everything's yeah. fine. Oh, we see Jack. Yep. He walks He's past the camera. The oh, it's his birthday. Hotch says happy birthday. Who are you calling? Cassie. I'm, oh! I, I'm figuring she can't find her phone. <laughs> Cassie is just like wandering around the apartment, like flipping things. <laughs> I think it's in the bedroom. Oh, oh, it's right there. It was on top of the pile of books we're getting rid of. If you want to peruse that before you oh, leave, you can take whatever you want. Cool. Perks of visiting your moving friends. Yeah. They're, they're all turds. <laughs> That's why we're getting rid of them. I, I said one of those books at the bottom I have. Which one? The Freedom from Fear one. Oh, yeah. We were supposed Good to read textbook. that. We both had it because it was on the syllabus for some class we yeah. took. And we never read it. Oh. That's annoying. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we're at the office. Okay, so now we are going to have our file. we're going to have our debrief here. All right. Ooh, JJ His with name, the bangs. Victim's name did was she have ben. bangs last week. Last yeah, she did. Last night was he was I caught. Here? He was shot at close range. Um, they, but they can't find the wife. Okay, so she's been oh, taken. Oh, okay. Um, and they have previous They've, victims. Yeah. Oh. He killed a woman last time. Uh-huh. Ew, she was she found, found in a trash, trash bin. bin. Oh, Ugh. gosh. Um, and the woman that he killed was completely emaciated and had ligature marks as if she had been captive for a while. Ugh. Interesting. And they're asking about why it's he cuts some the Fisher hand King vibes. Up. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then the third victim, his genitals were missing. That's fun. Oh, are we making... Are we making a, a Frankenstein? Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> Wheels up in Wheels 20. Wheels up in 20. Is that the first time we get it? I don't know. Naughty, Naughty boy. Naughty boy. Uh, oh, so uh, Reed can't come because he has been, hasn't been cleared to fly. Oh. He says, you're, and then, Garcia says, you're my bitch She now. goes, huh, you're my bitch now. And there he is with his All crutches. Right. He's going to crutch around. Crutch around. All right. Ugh, ugh. He's ugh. got no arms. I didn't need to see the severed arm that close, honestly. 
it's just bones. It is Fisher King vibes because now we're seeing this guy on his computer, like, like looking at, at it. at his fancy desk. Oh, and he has a list. Oh. And he crosses the name off. He's got, like, a kill We've list. Got two more. Oh, an he's older an older guy. white man. He might not be the one doing the crimes. Oh, maybe he's sending them. That's to why go he's do getting that. the pictures. Yeah, right. He needs proof. Ooh, so juicy like hitman said she was juicy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, juicy, juicy. All right. Yeah, I st- I remember a little bit about this episode now, but it, I think I, I remembered all I can remember. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> the camera was about it. The, yeah, the camera thing. I remember the camera flashing in the yeah. dark, and then I remember. Like the wife coming in, and that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah. All right. End of closing ceremonies. <clears throat> opening ceremonies. Yeah. Closing of the opening ceremonies. <laughs> oh. On the jet. Ooh, that's some beautiful jet footage. Look at that beautiful jet footage. There's a cloud. It's a big cloud. <laughs> big beautiful cloud. Look at that beautiful okay. cloud footage. <laughs> uh, right. All we're right, talking yeah. about his hands being taken. What did they in take the from the lady? Oh, okay. uh, that's so, what Emily's saying. She's like, they didn't take anything, but she was starved. All right. So there was no well, post-mortem. Mortem, 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 mortem. Mortem sounds like a weird word to me now. <laughs> mortem? <laughs> I barely knew him. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. All right. We are at the Vanderwall home in, in Long Island. Comac. Comac, Long Comac, Island. Comic. Comic. Uh, Okay, so they have a daughter Ooh, from the wife's first marriage, but she doesn't live with them, so she's not involved okay. with this. Um, so they're kind of retracing the wife's steps. Yeah, they're figuring um, like electricity's cut. Something yep. attracts her attention. Yep. in the room. Yeah, to make her go down the hallway. Right, because obviously the camera's gone. Right, so they don't know about that part. But they notice the in the blood. There's oh. the marks where the tripod feet were. Okay. Okay. Um, so they're saying sexual sadists usually, uh, do torture their victims while they're still alive. So the fact that he didn't cut his hand off until he died, it was already dead. Yeah. Tells them a little bit about what He's his not, deal is. He's not a sexual sadist. Oh, they just found, they found Heather Vanderwall. She wandering was wandering the streets. The streets. They're going to send oh. JJ. Um, okay. So they're saying that there's a, has to be a reason she's alive because a killer this sophisticated doesn't do stuff by, like that by accident. All right. JJ is at the bedside. Yep. She's got a black eye. Looks like she's beat up. Let's So we're going to do a cognitive. In. And talk about what happened. What did you do? Oh, next? she like holds JJ. I'd love uh, to hold JJ's hand. Yeah. It'd be comforting, I think. Yeah. Yeah. She says, I saw a flash. So I opened the door, and Ben was there. (laughs) And then... He was tied to a chair. I think he was dead. And then more flashing. There's another flash. Wait, no, we're in Long Island. That's not the accent. (laughs) Can you do one for us? No. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like whenever I ask you to do an accent on demand, you can't. Hey, there was a flash. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you'll get there. It'll come out naturally when you... And watch them cut off Ben's hand. (laughs) She's not talking like that at all. (laughs) Um... Okay, so she's, she's like, why? This is a flattering angle for her. Yeah, there's a lot of chins. Yeah. It's okay. I have a lot of chins, too, when I lay like that. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> okay, so... 
oh we're gonna get some beautiful garcia so much banter it's gonna be so much she was living la vida unhappy okay i don't think ricky martin was a relevant cultural reference at this point no not in 2009 (laughs) um okay so sounds like heather the wife was having some issues with the ex-husband over custody with the daughter okay um because she had visited uh a family lawyer and she moved the kids school unexpectedly oh oh and she had filed could have been a lawyer's she had filed for divorce from ben from the husband oh okay oh Oh. he had a oh he's a perv Oh, no. no. The daughter. (gasps) He had a naked photo of the daughter on his phone. So he's a pedophile. This is not okay. He he, claimed it was a mistake. Okay. Yeah, he claimed that the daughter sent it to him. Sure, Jan. Of course. It's called sexting. It's called sexting. (laughs) I don't think think that's... (laughs) I don't know. Honestly, Do you remember, like, that time where, like, sexting became a thing and, like, it was like this? Yeah, where it's like, you sent naked photos on your phone to other people? Careful. Watch out for the sexting. I feel like it's generally accepted now that you just don't need to do it. Yeah. Because it's gonna end up somewhere on the cloud. She's crying a lot. Yeah, she's crying. She's We all know what happened to Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Okay, so now we're at the Emmys office. And they're talking about how, like... It wasn't a surgical cut to remove his hand, which we saw it was a saw. So we know that's correct. Yeah. Okay. So he shot him once in the heart and once in the brain. Oh. And the second one behind his ear. Okay. Um, The killer's using a 22. Yeah. Teeny tiny little bullets. Um. So they can't match the bullets to a gun. So there's no rifling marks on the bullet. So that means he's. Got okay. some sort of fancy gun? I guess. Special gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ghost gun. Because Rossi goes, there's only one explanation for that. But then he doesn't give yeah, us Yeah, what is it? Is. Giant barrel, tiny bullets? Okay, so they're going to tell us right now. Um, without The bullets would have very little velocity. You'd have so to it had to be at point, point blank. blank. Okay. A zip gun. Oh, oh. It's like a handmade gun. Oh. Out of like it is a ghost gun. It is a ghost gun. Oh boy. Um I didn't know what those were until Hillary Clinton talked about them on her podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't either. I feel like there's always fun you gotta have like a snappy turn, you know, like ghost yeah. gun. Yeah. It's alliteration and it you know, yeah. people remember it. Okay. So basically Ooh, Rossi's like, I'm gonna hit on some old contacts. Right. And then Emily goes, contacts? And he's like, yeah, you don't need to know. It's ladies. Because we know Maybe. That he's a ladies man. Yeah, he's a ladies man. Oh, th- okay, so we're going into We're like, at a bar. Well, it looks like a kind of weird bar. That guy, oh, he's guy Irish. An Irish accent. And we don't open until 9.30. What the fuck was that? <laughs> an Irish. <laughs> Irish. Not Irish. Is that right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And as Kelly would say, he has a gun in his butt. It's in his waistband. <laughs> yeah, and back. it's in his butt. No, you're either a dead man or a cop. Which one is it? <laughs> I can't deal with this accent. <laughs> you try. I can't. I know I can't. You gave up that right the day you became a fid. That one was pretty good. That was a little Scottish. It was. That's, <laughs> you know, my blood. 
Oh, here comes some uh, old okay. man. Okay, so here's guy, some guy who clearly has a... David. He calls him David, which I feel like only people who know Rossi real well call him David. Yeah. David. So we're going to get a glimpse into David's past. Time to sit this down. This looks like a mob Yeah, bar. this is some mob shit. It's a it's restaurant. Got, like, it's empty. Big leather booths. Yeah, you ever seen a booth like that in the wild? No. I've not. Mm-mm. I would love to eat not at, one, though. Not at the uh, the establishments that I frequent, <laughs> like burger joints and pizza places. <laughs> I think we need to make it a mission to find a restaurant like that in Pittsburgh well, and go just, eat like, there. Google, like, restaurants with big leather <laughs> Like in all those old-timey movies. <laughs> or, like, in Mad Men. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Uh, these two definitely have a history, Rossi and this guy, because the guy makes a comment about how Rossi didn't come to a woman named Emma's funeral. And it's, there's clearly some bitterness there. I wonder if he's Emma's brother and Rossi dated Emma and then split. And then he makes a thing, he says a comment about Rossi should stick to writing books. And Rossi's trying to talk to him about the unsub and the guy's like, here's the zip gun. He's like, you're real dumb coming here and asking questions. But not as dumb as that Irish dude over there. <laughs> oh, he's on trial for transporting weapons. Probably oh, for this guy. The Rico beef. Ooh, a Rico beef. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of talk happening There's here. There's a lot of talk, but like kind of funny talk. Yeah, it's just like tough guy shit. I've I've noted in my head like several opportu- uh, possibilities for a title. Yeah. And I honestly can't choose at Rico this point. beef Rico is pretty, beef good. Is pretty good. <laughs> I thought you're my bitch now was going to win, but... We don't know. All right. We're okay. really focusing in on the removal of we're the hands. We're very concerned about this. We're not focusing in on the removal of the genitals. Oh, Th- we are. Okay. <laughs> we're concerned about all of the cutting at this point. Yeah. All right. We've got Garcia and Reed video chatting in. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. So that guy was involved with a serial rape case. The woman was a social worker, but she was oh. fired for gross negligence. So they all... Okay. Are involved with like abusing kids. Basically. And do you think the uh, the way they're being murdered oh. ha- is, like Has relates to, to how they hurt kids? Like he right. had his picture taken. Right. Because he had a picture of her on and her And then phone. he had his hands removed because you know what hands can do. Right. <laughs> right. And then the guy got his genitals. He was involved with a rape case. And yeah. then the and then lady was she involved was neglect. With, a, with a neglect case. So she was neglected. Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. So Rossi's now just hanging out in this bar. Yeah. This bar <laughs> looks like it yet, sucks. But they've moved over to the bar instead oh, of the booth. And time for a, a stogie. Oh. Oh, yeah, they're Cuban cigars, which you're not supposed to have at this point, because, you know. We don't like Cuba in again yet. we're not allowed to go to Cuba. It's coming. The man who just became president's going to fix that <laughs> yeah. for you. Um, so they're talking. What do you think about Cuba? I don't, I'll be honest, I don't think about Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of thoughts about Cuba. <sighs> okay. Um, we just so, keep, they are really getting a lot of mileage out of this picture this, of this guy without this an arm. one crime scene or, photo. His arms. Basola. Who is Basola? A hitman? Uh, okay. Now okay. we're with, is this the daughter I maybe? I think this is the daughter, yes. I think her name is Allison. And the uh, dad is yelling at her like, why didn't you tell me? And Emily's like, yo, she is the victim here. Chill the fuck out. Why don't, I, they should remove him from this absolutely. space. Absolutely. But I guess like when, In this scenario, when you're questioning a minor though, you, the parent might have to be there. 
or might Maybe. be able to request being there. Mm. Um, so Ew, he Allison, was always home first. And they're like, why didn't you tell your mom? And he was like, I knew that she'd tell dad. <gasps> and he was going to kill someone, who, oh. anyone who laid a hand on okay, you. Okay, so she's worried that the dad did it, maybe. Oh. Okay, so back at the bar, we're talking about this Basola guy. <gasps> he's, he's a, a ghost. ghost. But he's been operating for 20 Basola. years. Uh, oh, he's a character in a play. A Jacobian tragedy. The Duchess of Malfi. Okay. So you're telling me that there's a hitman just hanging out around Long Island, just like, I don't care about the Rico beef! The Rico, Rico beef. beef! I want to know more about the Rico beef. I'd like to hear more about the Rico beef for sure. Also, we're really concerned about Sean. Sean the There's Irish guy. There's a lot guy. happening here. Oh, okay. So it sounds like... Oh, are we like making a deal? We're making a deal, because Rossi's like, he can. He has to go to federal prison, but he can be out in two years if you help me with this. And, and then he he's says, like, I'll bring in Bossolo. Okay. And we get a nod. Rossi okay, gets a nod. All agreement. right, we're back to Allison. A gentleman's agreement has been made. Yes. Uh, so basically, we're like, why didn't you tell anybody? And she's uh, like, well, I told my therapist. And he says, I act out because I crave attention. Ew, fuck well, that's off. fucked up. That's a bad therapist. Yes, yeah, a terrible therapist. Mm. Do you think the man who's calling the hits is a Absolutely. therapist? Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jerry so Jerry Sorum is the therapist. Oh, that's not the man who's no. making, calling the hits. Never mind. Nope. nope, nope. He's um black, and the guy who we saw check names off right. the list had white hands. Right. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so he, the therapist reported what happened to the, like, to Allison to the cops, um, and they came to the office, but Allison didn't want to talk about it, so mm. case closed. And he's like, that happens with hundreds of thousands of, ca- of like, children children abuse cases in a year. Like, yeah. they just don't get taken anywhere because yeah. the victims don't want to talk. Morgan's really pushing this guy, though. He is. And he says, every time I listen to a child, like, Ugh. talk about that, like, I can't imagine that. I wouldn't want to do that yeah, for a Yeah, that's got to take a toll on you. And he's saying, like, it's particularly disturbing because it usually is someone that these kids are supposed to be able to yeah. trust. And so it's, like, more fucked up. Yeah. Um, so he says he has to trust in the justice system. That's why. Like, he's clearly not a vigilante. No. All, All right, right. So Rossi's back at the precinct. Oh, he's oh, getting a call. Gonna, they're going to meet Basola in the basement of the restaurant. Ooh, most people only meet him once. He smells a fed. I'm going to end up like the Duchess. Which God, means the lines in this episode are incredible. Me. Who wrote this one? I don't know, but they are killing it. All right. Alrighty. Let's call up Sean, the Irishman. He's uh, going to put his jacket on for him. You ever think about that? Like, <laughs> when you get to a, a point in life where you have to, like, other people have to help you get put your like, like jacket on. Like, you're like, have I'm, to or you get to like, have you get a dresser? To. Like, you're like, I'm so wealthy, I cannot put my own jacket on. Like, you, please I, put it on I must me. have someone to help me. I don't think I would like it. Okay, so he tell restaurant guy, whose name I didn't catch. Sean. No, Sean is the Irish guy. Oh. I don't know who, we don't know who the restaurant guy is, so I'm just going to call him restaurant guy. He <laughs> says that Sean and the rest of the boys can take the night off. Oh, and no. Sean says, you shouldn't do this alone. And he's like, I got it. Uh-oh. Which, how much you want to bet? He doesn't got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. All right, so the well, FBI's outside. the FBI's outside. obviously there. Yeah. Everybody knows that. So who's this Basolo guy? 
he's the hitman. I know, but like, who's he going to be? Oh, I don't know. In this whole system. And how um, does that guy know him? So they're seeing... Oh. Oh. Okay, there's an extra car doing surveillance, and Rossi's like, "Those that car's not with us, and Hotch says it's a counter-surveillance team to watch Hotch in case Foyette is watching him. Oy, oy, so there's oy. a lot going on here. <laughs> and so Rossi's, like, oh. telling Hotch, like, you're not alone in this. Like, the day that you got attacked, like, that was an attack on all of yeah. us. Like, we're all going to help you. Because Hotch definitely seems to have this mentality that he's, like, in this on his yeah. own. And Rossi, like, it became evident that, like, people have contacted Rossi and different yeah. members of the team about how Hotch is doing as well. Yep. Okay. Ten letters, crater, creator. Oh, mm. yeah. So, restaurant guy is, like, on the phone Meteorite. with the FBI, and he's doing a crossword Arc puzzle. tangent. And Reed is helping him. Okay. Oh, but Reed got out the one that figured it out. All right, back to the cigar. Let's chew on that. Yeah. Oh, is something going to blow up? No. I thought he was going to light it. Oh, there's There's a a gun gun. to his neck. (gasps) And he's dead. (laughs) It was a zip gun. It was a zip gun. He's done. Oh, there's (gasps) another one. So they're like, shit, he's already in there. So they're going to go. Go, go, go. Run, run, run. And they're running in. He's going to be gone. Yeah, we're just going to see what's-his-face no, dead. No way in hell that he's still there. Ooh, but what did he take from this guy? Probably nothing. This was Why just, would he take something? This was just like oh, a, right. a hit of necessity. Right. This isn't about his vendetta. No. He's not on the list. Or he's going to be, like, terribly maimed. <laughs> nope, just nope, dead. Nope, just shot. Blood on the table. Mm. And Rossi's like, shit. And they're all looking around. That guy could be anywhere. He could be anywhere. Although he has to be up on you to shoot you. Yeah, because his gun doesn't really He's work He's got his otherwise. teeny tiny little His teeny tiny gun. gun. His toy gun. All right, so Morgan's out canvassing. The whole place is swarming with cops. Everything was covered. Where did this person come from? Oh, his name is Finnegan. Okay, so Finnegan made one call. And then the next call was to you. So he gave Basola seven hours to prepare. And so he was like, he heard the phone call to rossi so he knew the feds were around i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now everybody knows what's going on right like, they're because, found out yeah the hot they know that the feds are investigating so yep element of surprise has been and they know that the feds know who like this is i don't know they're so close. they are giving the profile but they're giving two profiles so they're mm-hmm. saying unsub a is the planner so it's the person who's pulling all the strings and is probably the one with the vendetta and mm-hmm. then you have the enforcer, who is AKA Basola. B, who is the one who's actually, like, doing the hits. Yeah. They think um, Unsub A, the planner, is somehow involved in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, and who's frustrated by the justice system not working well. Yeah. Which, like, I feel like we've had Unsubs like that before. Yeah. Yeah. We had that court reporter who was, like, oh, doing yeah. weird, like, vigilante justice. Wasn't that in Pittsburgh? Was it the Pittsburgh so. one? I no. It was New York. I don't know. Okay, we're seeing a transfer go through, a money transfer. Look at that. Or look at that Blackberry. Okay, so <sighs> he says the planner says all final payments have been made. Oh, he wants them to complete the tasks, but also they have no reason to talk anymore. Yep. So he says one last See you request. later. Bye. Kill this one last person. I would like you to pay special special attention to Mr. Patton. 
Weren't there two more names on the list, There though? were. And the last one was... Not, Dan Patton was next, but he wasn't last. There was another one after that. All right, so the, the on sub one? A takes out a locket. He's cradling a head. There's a woman's picture in there. Clearly, she's dead. Yeah. Probably. Could be a wife or a daughter. Yep. Like an old picture of his wife or a current picture of his daughter. Right. Um, so right. now they're looking into like other child abuse cases. Um, but there's a lot to go through, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. But they want to go with mob related stuff. There's 93 mob trials. Okay. Oy, oy, oy. Oy, oy, oy. And we're looking for ones that ended in conviction. So 19 of them. And three of them were suspected to be hitmen or enforcers. Okay. So Tony, Tony Makachi. Um, and so they're going to send him oh. as a suspect. Oh, he's got a bullet in the side of the head. He had a mistrial, but it looks like his kill style looks exactly the same. So now they're going to try and find the planner by like cross-referencing people who were involved with his case. Yeah. And they found a judge... Judge and Rossi, oh, oh, that could be that's the guy. Him. That's him. Yep. Look at that face. That's and so they turn it vindictive around. Vindictive man. And Rossi's like, I don't know him, but I know his wife. <gasps> she was killed by a drunk driver. Classic. Oh, I feel like that Emma, the Emma that he was like, that they were like, oh, did you come to the funeral? Maybe it's all connected. Ooh. Oh, this episode is like slapping together storylines from like many previous episodes. The judge only has six months to live. He's been diagnosed with cancer. And that's like the the guy who was lighting fires. Yeah, that's when the killing started. So he's like getting his his affairs in order, all of his justice in order before he dies. And so (laughs) they're like, oh, he's really respected. He's a judge. Yeah. Local detective was like, oh, we can't like just arrest him. Well, he's a murderer, dude. And Rossi stands up and is like, oh, <gasps> there he is. There he is. And he comes in, I believe you're looking for me. And everyone's like, what? Uh, are the six months up? Oh, maybe. Or, or he just he's like, just going to take he the just fall. Care. He knows he's going to die. So he's like, right. yeah, I did it. And, he, and in his mind, he did the right thing. So he doesn't care if he gets oh, in trouble. He waves his constitutional rights. He's like, yeah, let's talk about it. Whatever. Here you go. And he said, you said that I believe you're looking for me. And he's like, yeah, I was right. You're looking for me. <laughs> Why don't they have handcuffs on him? Well, because I guess because he came in of his own volition. I like, guess. Kind of like, okay. Yeah, right. Um, so they're le- so Morgan's like, you don't deny any of this? And he's like, no. Oh. He's like, you see it as a crime. I see it as justice. Rosie's like, what about Ray Finnegan? And he's like, Ray Finnegan was a criminal. And he's <laughs> like, you should have picked better friends. <gasps> Criminals need friends, too, buddy. <laughs> Everybody needs friends. <gasps> and he's like, how do you know about my wife? Emma is his wife. Emma is definitely his wife. And Rossi's like, you don't know who I am, do you, idiot? Idiot. And the judge is like, no, I don't. <sighs> um, so they're figuring out that there has to be, like, a list. Um, and that it's they're not just, like, he's, he's giving the names ahead of time. Yeah. Because they're... They're not communicating anymore, so they figured that yeah. out. So they're going to try to trace the payments to know, to see right. who it is before all the payments shut down. Right. And so they're they're figuring out now that the list is not done. So there, and there isn't, there's two more names on it. Yep. Um, And so they're like, so basically the judge came in 
as like a distraction kind mm-hmm. of to be like, yeah, like here I am. I'm turning myself in. Don't yeah. keep looking for the hitman because yeah. I want him to do his job. Oh dear. A lot of rumbles just came <laughs> from the other room. <laughs> Cassie is currently packing up some things. Are you okay? <laughs> no response. I, I think she is. There'd be so more screams. If we're she having wasn't. a little bit of like a weird tense moment between the judge and Rossi because Rossi's like telling him all of these things about his wife and he's like she never mentioned you like how do you know so much about her oh is Rossi the other man (gasps) maybe and he's like I don't know how you know so much about my wife and like I don't know what you're trying to get at but like I'm done with this see you later just charge me oh and he's like is Emma dying what started all of this bullshit what started it was 35 years. Oh, he had to sit and watch people escape the system. Get off because of mistrials and shit. Yep. Uh. And so Rossi just keeps pushing and talking about Emma. He's doing his classic thing where he just really likes to push buttons. Yeah, he does. Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. That's what an interview is. So they've, they've gotten him to admit that he has a list. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they're on a timer. Okay. They I get, thought the ghost was back. No. <laughs> the lights on my plants just went out. And friends. I was like, oh, my God. No, it's 530. The lights go out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so okay. this hitman's not cheap. So we're looking for big money. Big money, big they money, can big get money. get it to the Cayman Islands. That's it. Um, okay. It's like 10 okay, grand. But he's he's depositing them under 10 grand because I'm sure something gets flagged. Oh, yeah, if it's at over 10 grand, that. the IRS is, has to know about it. So he's just, he's doing multiple payments of like just under 10 oh, grand. 50 grand per kill. Holy Damn. shit. Damn. Um, okay. He's closed all of his counts and handed his estate over to a victim support group. Uh oh. And now someone just kicked been- them all out. Oh, I feel like I remember where this goes. I don't. Well, I'll let you know if I'm right. Okay. Thank you. All right. We're watching the video footage of this interview. Yep. Deserves not deserved. Right. Yeah. They're figuring out they still have time to catch the next victim. Right. Or save the next victim. Yes. But we got (sighs) to figure out who it is. We know who it is. They don't. So we're still talking about Emma, and like the judge is like, I don't think you knew Emma. Or no, Rossi said, I don't think you knew Emma at all. And he says, I wouldn't be welcome at her funeral, but the truth is, I couldn't face it. <gasps> and he's like, I don't care that you knew my wife. <laughs> I want to know how he knew his wife. I want to know. They had to have been like a couple at some point. Yeah. He says Ray and I. Dan Patton was drunk. Oh, Dan Patton's so the that's one who murdered who, Emma. Yep, he was drunk and and he hit her car. So there you go. So okay. that's why he wants special attention paid to him. Okay, because he killed his wife. Yeah. So they're like, okay, it's Dan Patton. Let's yep. uh, let's do this. And they're like, one hundred thousand must be some pretty insane extras. So Dan Patton looks to more. be like a security guard or something because he's wearing like a security outfit. He just yeah. walked into his apartment. Turned he turns the TV on the TV. On, he's watching some Beach Bonanza movie. Beach Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> I want the truth. Oh, wow. Uh, Rossi's like, I do have shit to say. 
He says, I ran into Emma by chance a few years ago at a hotel in Manhattan. And then we boned. Oh, no. And he goes, I, I knew, knew she, she was, was married, married. But I didn't care. Rossi, Rossi you, you dog. dog. <laughs> I was just going to say you dog. And the judge is like, she wouldn't. And Rossi's like, but I did. And he's like, Emma would not do that to me. And Rossi's, and Rossi's just, just like, is I like, slept with your wife. It's also like, Rossi's like, have you seen me? <laughs> look at yourself. Look at this now Italian look at me. stallion. Like, I am everything. <laughs> you versus the man she told you not to worry about. <sighs> Judge wants the truth so bad. Yeah, he Say really it. wants to know. That and night in Manhattan, I got her pregnant. No, Stop. <laughs> She told me our connection was so strong it could never happen only once. Oh, damn. She, oh, did they bone multiple times? And he <gasps> says, I was fine with that. Rossi. Rossi. <laughs> I think this is a ruse. I don't. I, I think, think it's, it's real. I think it, Morgan is no, judging Morgan the is skeptic. fuck out of him. Rossi, Morgan is like, what the fuck? I think he's trying to get him flustered. I don't think well, that they it's actually working. Had, it is. His lip was literally quivering. It must. Maybe it just hap- happened once, or they like liked each other but didn't do anything. Yeah, about I. It. I don't think that he actually did. I think he's just trying to get him. Well, riled he's up. really convincing. So, oh! <gasps> baseball bat. Baseball bat this time because you That's know what it's gotta be more painful. Yeah. Very. Oh, he has a big neck. He looks like he's a hitman. He looks like a hitman for the mob. His neck is as wide. The, as his I'm whole really head. buying it. Yep. As if I know any hitmen for the mob. And, and he what- says, this is about the murder of Emmer, Emma Schuler. Emmer. Emmer. Emmer Schuler. And the guy's like, that was an accident. Oh, <gasps> bash his head in. Ew. Damn. The judge is shooketh. He is. And so he says to Morgan, like, well, I guess you know what kind of guy you're working with. And Morgan's Ooh. like, and what kind Ooh. of guy are you, dude? Yeah, you little shit. And he's like, I'm a kind of guy who doesn't let people walk free for their sins. <laughs> Morgan's like, what about your sins, bitch? What about your sins, bitch? Oh, I got cancer. Oh, okay. okay. That's what he thinks is like his penance is that he got cancer. Nice people get cancer, too. All right. So we're approaching Dan Patton's apartment. He's going to be all smushed to bits. I see that the door has been broken open. He's going to be smushed to bits. Oh, everything's <gasps> trashed. He's not there. He's either not there or he's smashed to bits, like, in the back room. Oh, there, oh, he, there is. he is. Oh, oh my God. My that was one of the most graphic things they've that ever was shown. a bloody, bloody head. Smushed to bits. Yeah. Ish. Also, one, one to heart, heart, one, one to the head. head. Okay, so, so he beats signature. the shit out of him and then he shoots him. Yeah. All right. Okay. They're like, Basola has no <laughs> way to get off Long off Island. <laughs> Where's the Irish guy? What happened to him? Yeah, what happened to Sean? Sean's been lost in the narrative. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know. We'll never know what happens to him in the Rico beef. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. What's the reason that What's-His-Face is paying his bills? The judge. So, yeah, and so they're like, wait, what if it was for two kills at the end? Right, maybe it was like a two-for-one deal kind of thing. Uh, yeah, buy four, get one free. So they're like, jo- and they're like, maybe he knows he's not going to be around to see it. Is he the last hit? <gasps> is that what it said? I don't know. Because they're walking him out. I'm like, I'm wondering, is he going to shoot him on the street or oh. something? Oh, 
so they're saying like, like no, no comment, comment no comment and he's like i lied and morassi's like what and he's like your status in this case he's realizing yep, something they're all realizing it. he's the last hit gunshot, gunshot. <gasps> there's blood on jj's so shirt much spray all over her oh yep, he was the last hit damn that is a lot of blood on JJ. Yeah. And it's not, only on her. Yeah. How would there not also be blood on Rossi? And then he dies and the yep. cradled head he falls out of his hand. He drops his locket with Emma's picture in it. He's got a lot of hair in his nose. He does. Rossi, Rossi opens, opens up it, the locket. And he's like, hey, I used to have one of these. <laughs> Mine was a bracelet, though. <laughs> there were three. And he looks at Emma's picture and he's like, oh, damn. It was me. There he is, just dead on the sidewalk. His and arms are so and weird. And JJ's like, someone get me a towel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bloody. Yeah. Pan up to the sky. Pan up to the sky. And in- Into Ooh, the cloud. Wow, Into look at that cloud footage. That's it? Did they not catch the hitman? He just gets away? <laughs> good point. <laughs> we just gave up on the case and just let him go? Oh, the- good. Someone gave her a different shirt. Now she has also, like, what appears to be a blanket. Yeah, like a nice shawl. Emily gives her a nice, friendly pat <laughs> yeah, on the Yeah, like, knee. kind of like, sorry you got blood, <laughs> like, blood on today. Sorry you had to throw that shirt out. It looked really good on yeah. you. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, now Rossi's cradling the head. He He's got a new head. The, he kept the locket, which I find inappropriate. I would yeah, think that that, that would should need be to be in evidence. evidence. Slash given to the family, not just for him to yeah. take. Yeah. And Hotch is like, she was special? And he says, I was just thinking about the first time I met her. And I knew I would love her for the rest of my life. You got a lot of women like that, Rossi. They were 12 years old. Oh. Oh. Oh, they were star-crossed lovers. Just like Romeo and Juliet. Mm Mm-hmm. They Mm -hmm. die in the end, too. Yeah. Well, Rossi's not dead. And no. I mean, I've not finished Criminal Minds. He says, still, I never but... slept with her. See? Told okay. you. It was all a ruse. He said, I'd, it was a ruse. I just wanted to get under his skin. Which doesn't Hot have a problem when we lie yes. to Yes. Remember Jordan Todd? Exactly. And Rossi's like, I should have married her, though. She could have been wife number six. Yeah. Or <sighs> wife number one. It sounds like she would have been oh, wife that's number true. one. Yeah. Uh, he oh, says, he spent some years on the streets as a cop, oh. like a beat cop. Because he's talking yeah. about like he should have like when he came back from the Marines yeah, from he Vietnam, like, he should have just her. Like, gone back and married her right then and I there. I missed but... a life with Emma. And he's like, I became uh, obsessed with the chase. Oh, this is now a oh, veiled. We're, spe- we're speaking to Hotch. This is here. a thinly veiled warning to Hotch. <laughs> and he says he's threatening my family. And he says, Yeah, we'll get him, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> he goes then what's your fucking point yeah and he says you, you have, have a family in the first place so like don't like let that get away from you basically. yeah what are you gonna do to get them back when foyette's done right so, so make it's sure like you're not a lonely guy well because him and Haley were divorced like he wasn't really seeing jack all that much i feel like as it was like yeah. before any of this happened. So I feel like what Rossi's saying is like, hey, like we're going to get through this Foyette thing, but afterwards, like you have to make the most of having your family back. Oh, oh there's the hitman. The hitman. He Here was golfing. He is. <gasps> is he about to get whacked with a golf club? <laughs> <gasps> What's going to happen? So he goes to get into his convertible. Oh, oh it's there's Sean. Sean! Oh, he, <gasps> shoots he shoots him right in the chest. He doesn't even daylight. let the guy 
like monologue broad daylight in the oh. middle of a parking lot holy <sighs> shit yeah, yeah i heard, I heard it. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so now he's just gonna put two between the eyes oh Ooh, a lincoln quote Ooh, and that's it fade to black we Don't got some the next episode we got some oh. mob Where's justice where's it remind? where did it go i don't know Are you it's sitting on it? stuck in the cushions Oh, we don't want to watch this one. So is this we, one? What? Is the next episode the episode with the CD? With the reference? CD? With the CD? Like, we'll talk. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, um, Mark Gordon, it's Mark over. Mark Gordon, it's over. Uh, we end with a little bit of mob justice on this one. Yeah, hell yeah. Which is interesting. I still can't believe that they just went home. Yeah, let the hitman be. Like, they didn't even attempt to find the hitman. It was just kind of like, okay, well, the planner's dead, so I guess we're done. We don't need the enforcer. (laughs) It's like, okay. Yeah, it wasn't the episode I thought it was. I was thinking about... What did you think it was? The episode where they're searching for a hitman, but it ends up that it's like a computer, like a kid is chained to a computer. What? And he's, like, executing this stuff for these other people. I do not remember that at all. Well, are you sure that's an episode of Criminal Minds? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch a lot of dramatic television shows about crime like this. Oh well, that's true. I watch more of them than you do. Yeah. But what do you think? What's your feelings on the whole thing? I liked it. I liked it too. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's definitely I've liked it the most of all of the season five episodes well, so far. It's only three, three, but I really didn't like the first two. So no, this one yeah. I do like. I liked it. Like I said partway through, it feels like they really slapped together a lot of old storylines. Like you have your mob <laughs> element, you yeah. have um There's a lot going on. Yeah, like a Rossi history. You've got someone who's sick of watching justice not be served. Yeah. You've got a therapist yeah. like is sick of seeing pedophiles. Yeah. It's just Yeah, we have a lot of motifs and themes that we've already addressed in and other episodes. I think this is the beginning of the motif of that. Yeah. Where like we're going to revisit <laughs> We start some recycling cuz we're into season 5. You know, there's only so many different crimes. Yeah. I do appreciate it's a little bit of a deep dive into Rossi, which I feel like we haven't gotten in a while really. Mm-hmm. Really since the heads through the with the kids. Like yeah. that was the most kind of into his past that we had gone. And I feel like that's superficial because that's not really, like, that's not his personal, right. like, history. That's just, like, his job relating to a case. Yeah. So this is the first time, I think, that we're really getting kind of into, like, who Rossi was when he was younger and, like, where he came from. And I like that. I like when we do, you could do kind of deep mm-hmm. dives into yeah. their, their past. It's also, like, the first one where you really see Rossi, Rossi as a player. As a player. <laughs> Even though he, like, didn't do what he said he did. Yeah. He's still comfortable enough. Like, he has the um, mojo to pull off convincing that judge that he did it. Right. And, like, it's the first of many women where he's like, I should have loved them forever. Yeah. Like, we're going to have so many more of those kinds of women. Yes, that is true. Including the one he has a kid with. Right. We know that he has many wives, and they each of the wives kind of get trotted out at different Mm -hmm. different points and And they're always the one who got away they're always you're right it's like there's always wonder he had so many (laughs) we should yeah like it would have been yeah i don't know but 
Yeah, I think it's a pretty good episode. Yeah. I don't know I that it I don't know that it's gonna have the caliber to be like a top five episode. Like we're very early. We'll see. So we don't know. We'll see. But it's good for It had good team banter. It did. The Garcia and Reed element I enjoyed. Yeah. Um Yeah. It was it was good. Yeah. It was it was I'll give it a kind of middle of the road yeah. kind of appraisal. Yeah. Uh are we ready to switch gears? Yeah. Who is first? I don't know. No idea. Cassie, you pick. <laughs> Kelly, all right. I'm going first. I feel like that was biased, but whatever. <laughs> um, I, she's just as likely to pick you over me. It's 50-50. So. <laughs> like, all right. Hit us with a wreck. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm going to recommend the thing we watched before we watched Criminal Minds. I'm oh. recommending the Friends reunion. Um, If you are a millennial, you're used to your shows being brought back aka gilmore girls (laughs) yes we talked about it a lot in comparison yeah uh and you know things like that aren't always they don't uh deliver they're not as good as you thought they would be the friends reunion delivers Mm -hmm. i maintain it's that hbo money like they were (laughs) able to throw tons of money they got like celebrities all the actors like there's special guests there's all sorts of moments it's long it's very long it's much longer than i thought it was gonna be yeah it's got but it it's all okay. you laugh you cry yeah you think it's huh, just it's who a had ple- work done it's a pleasant ride from start to finish it is it's, it's the perfect like amount of nostalgia oh so much but also like fun new stuff and it's very light-hearted yes and it's lovely because it's obvious that, like, they really are friends, which I feel yeah. like we knew, but it's, like, nice to see that, like, they still feel close to each other. Although we were talking about how it's ridiculous that they haven't been in the same room all yeah, six all of six. them together. But, uh, yeah. So it's it's a fun, it's a fun watch. Yeah, I think. it's fun. It del- it really, truly delivers. So. You know what else is? It's it's not really, like, cheesy. Sometimes no, things yeah. like that can be, like like kind of cringy yeah because you're just like okay this is just you're forcing it like you're trying too hard i didn't feel like they Mm -mm. were trying too hard Mm -mm. at any point no it was good it was the right balance i think of everything yeah it was it was good it really delivers so um i suggest that if you have hbo max get in there get in do it if you don't have hbo max get yourself a free trial or Or find yourself a friend who will let you come over and watch it yep Everybody make snack. Yeah, it's great <laughs> surface, honestly. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my recommendation. Good recommendation. This I, week. I second that recommendation. Hell yeah. That's a double rec from the Hell two of us. Yeah. All well, right. Well, I'm ready for a fun fact. Well, I have um like a part fun fact, part I don't want to call it an advertisement, but oh. maybe part like also not even a recommendation i don't know it's rossi related yeah i so figured it I would knew, be obviously rossi's very big on this episode so i thought we haven't talked about joe montania in a minute so yeah. let's get a few fun facts okay and the first fun fact it also makes sense for this episode because obviously we have a mob episode yeah uh you may or may not know that joe montania is the voice of a simpsons character Oh, named Fat Tony. He plays. <laughs> he is a mob character in The Simpsons. Uh huh. And apparently, it's like his favorite thing to do 
like well, i can imagine loves doing he loves doing voice work for the simpsons and so he like even if they're if they're gonna put fat tony in an episode and he's only gonna say one thing like he will like joe montana will come in and read the line <laughs> like that's how much he loves playing fat tony on the simpsons uh and then a bonus fun fact for that is that apparently he's one of only three actors who have played both themselves and a oh. fictional character on the simpsons Wow! So apparently, Joe Montana has been a. I was gonna say, do I need to watch The Simpsons? I don't just watch for the Joe, Simpsons, so I don't know. But apparently, Joe Montana loves I can't his work watch. on The I Simpsons. I, we've tried to start The Simpsons. I, I Stephen can't watches really it do sometime, it. and it's just sometimes it's just it's just not my bad. It's my thing. just a little too dumb. Yeah, I don't. I I, I know people like love it. Family Guy, where I actively Ugh. don't like it. Yeah, I just it's just neutral. Mm-hmm. It's just not entertaining, really. Yeah. Yeah. No offense to you if you love The Simpsons. I know lots of people who do. But it's just not my preferred adult animation. Joe Montana. But so, you know, Joe Montana has played a lot of mob characters in his career. So Mm -hmm. I guess, like, that's part of the, like, tongue-in-cheek thing of The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Is that he is, you know, a mob person on The Simpsons. Uh, The second part of my recommendation, or my fun fact, is... Um, also to just let you know, by the time you're listening to this, Memorial Day will have passed already. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, Joe Montana has been involved with the National Memorial Day, uh, you're concert right. for almost 20 years. <gasps> wow. He, he started as just like a presenter in 2002 and he's been hosting since 2005. Wow. So he's had a long run at he's the Memorial Day concert. He's been doing that more than he's been doing Criminal Minds. And now he, you know, he co-hosts it with Gary Sinise. Which mm-hmm. they are friends in real life. Apparently, they're both. From I believe Chicago. it. I believe it. And then, obviously, Gary Sinise has a has a Criminal Minds connection because he was on one of the spinoffs. Yeah, Beyond Borders. So yes. it all comes full circle back to Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, if you needed a Joe Montana fix, hopefully you had a chance to tune into the National Memorial Day concert because that's that's where is it he's happening? At. I guess it's on Monday. Happening this tonight year. or maybe Monday. It is happening. I saw a commercial for it, so they are doing it. I think pretty much everything's back. I think so. In some form. People are probably, like, in little pods, maybe have masks on. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. So, just a a bundle of fun facts related to Joe Montana for you today. I do want to transition to email corner. We got an email? Well, I don't think we ever talked about that one email we got. What? About Emily... Being gay. Oh my god, we did it! We did it. Talk about And I this. thought this is a good episode because we get that moment where Emily pats JJ on the knee. <laughs> we didn't talk about this, you guys. So, um, I don't remember what your name was, and I'm not going to look it up because <laughs> it's a lot wow. of work, and I just want to get into it. But you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. You emailed us because you cannot leave a review because you don't use Apple Podcasts, and you let us know because you know how. Uh, we love Emily Prentice. In my dream world, I would date JJ. Really? Um, you would? Not my dream world. I'm married to my dream. Well, no. Cassie <laughs> 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 just goes, all right, Kelly. I was about to say, good save. <laughs> She's sitting right next to you. Then I think we said that my dream guest spot is to be JJ's girlfriend. Yeah, but... Really, you would go JJ. I would go Emily. I JJ's more my type. Oh, well, I fair. think. I don't really have a type. Fair. Female or male. <laughs> that's my type. Although most men, disgusting. 
<laughs> Listen, I'm married to one, and most of the time, there's a lot that's. Disgusting. I can count on like two hands the number of men in the world that I like. Uh, not that I actively hate all men. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those gays. Yeah, but you know, most are disappointing. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> the email. Yes is like clearly Paget Brewster did some sort of Q&A on Twitter and she yes. records a video <laughs> where she just reveals that at one point the writers were going to make Emily Prentice gay. Right. She's going to be a lesbian. Yeah. Um, and then for some reason or another, it doesn't happen. Yeah. We don't see uh, like Prentice, at least in the seasons I've seen, I think when she comes back at the end, mm-hmm. she brings a man with her because I think there are episodes I haven't seen yet. That have she, a man involved. She has a boyfriend when she's at Interpol. Right. She does. Yes. She has that man. Well, yeah. She has that Irish guy. Yeah. But I'm talking about that when she leaves the show initially to go work back at Interpol. And right. remember, there's that cro- There's that episode where she That's comes back. That's what I'm thinking of, I think. Yeah. She has a boyfriend. Yeah. Uh and that yeah so yeah. yes she has other men in her yeah. periphery but she doesn't really have like a love interest the way some of yeah. the rest of them have love she doesn't interest. have a kevin no she doesn't a have Haley, a kevin no mm. um, a will a bellamy young mm-hmm. um so she also comments like lots of people really ship her and jj yeah uh gemily as it's called and she said that her and AJ Cook were very aware of Gemily and would do sneaky cheeky things for the Gemily shippers. And yeah. they would be like holding hands under the table at yeah. the BAU um, or like making eyes at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I've been picking up on <laughs> the more. Gemily, the Gemily ships are is something that I was not aware of. Me either. I didn't know of, but it's it's one of those things. Cassie's watching an ad all of a sudden. Um, it's dream. one of the it's one of those things, and there's a name for it that I can never think of, which is like you're not aware of something for a long time, and then somebody says something about it, and, and then you, you see feel it like everywhere, you see it everywhere. Yeah. And so recently, on, when I'm just like scrolling through the explore tab on Instagram, I've seen so many Instagram <laughs> posts about Gemily or about like uh. like you know like when they'll they'll do like. Uh, like grass screen grass from the actual episode but they'll like put different words in yeah it's always like about them like Like, making eyes at each other i wish i would have told you yeah (laughs) so the the ship is real yeah i get it i get it i get it they're not really i i mean i've always sort of been the jj reed i wanted them together yeah see i I think emily should have dated just a different woman (laughs) sure I like that there's never a relationship in the team. Yeah. Like, because I think... Yeah. I they a, easily could have done that at some point. easily could have done that's it. That's such a TV thing. Yes. God, Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I think... And that's exactly what it is, which is that, like, too often when you have, like, a group of people who are both male, you know, men and women, there's always somebody that, like, ha- they have to get together. You have... It's the Ross and Rachel effect. Yeah. You, and then you play the... Yeah. You play the, like, will they, won't they? Like, right. Blah, blah, blah. The so Jim and Pam. I appreciate that they never had that tendency... It's like mm. obviously like Garcia and Morgan have a very interesting relationship. They have a they lot never... of they play with that kind of like like flirty line, but there's mm-hmm. never anything like phys- like really physical or anything that happens. Like it's just kind of their yeah. little dynamic that they have. And so 
I appreciate that Criminal Minds never like fell into that trope because yeah. I think it could have been very easy for like Morgan and Prentice to have hooked up or like like JJ and Reed to like I don't know like it could have been a whole thing. <laughs> Morgan and Prentice is my new favorite ship. <laughs> Wouldn't that be such a weird thing? <laughs> I think that's it's so ridiculous that it I love it. It is ridiculous. My ridiculous pair would be Hotch and JJ. <laughs> no, Hotch and Garcia. I thought you were going to say Hotch and Rossi. <laughs> that too but yeah so it's like i think like it would have been very easy for them to give in to something like that and try to you know add to the drama or to Mm -hmm. the tension of like like even so like we watch chicago pd which is another Mm -hmm. like crime procedural it's a you know like a a unit on the chicago police department and like they've had so much interdating on that show and it's like Oh my everybody God. does like, it everybody kind, else does like it. they're kind of at the point where it's like okay well now who haven't we paired this now it's with? like yeah it's like now the one one of the female detectives that they have has dated two of the guys that she works with which i'm always like that's always annoying because it's like then they all like then there's like, like a weird like pissing contest right. inevitably and so i just i'm glad that they never went that for went that way for criminal minds for those of you guys that you know ship the gemily i get it but Mm -hmm. let's all just be thankful that we never went that direction yeah it would have probably ruined some things yeah so i agree because they're a family they are and a team and they're there to do a job and i feel like they always prioritize the job right and this is truly a scenario where you shouldn't date your coworkers because it will interfere with your job absolutely like Uh, most other professions i'm like who gives a fuck like let them date right but this one i'm like no yeah yeah. So, but to the Gemily shippers, we see you. We hear you. We queer you. Happy Pride <laughs> Month. It's Pride Month when this comes out. Yeah. Or as my niece calls it, Rainbow, rainbow Month. Rainbow Month. She's very excited. She's a Rainbow Month uh, scrunchie. My brother <laughs> texted us yesterday that he, my brother has gotten into the artisanal hanky business. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> It's not a business either. He just makes them for himself and others. Okay, see, so when you said he has gotten into, I wasn't, it wasn't immediately clear. It, was he into it on the production oh, end or was yeah, he into sorry. it and, like he's buying a bunch of artisanal no. hankies? <laughs> he's gotten, for some reason, he's really into hankies now. What does not he do with them? Not using them. Like, like a pocket square? Them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the man wears all black all the time. He's I, one of those. I was going to say, I think I have only ever seen him in dark colors. Yeah. He wears the same, like, three shirts and three pairs of pants. So he, like, accents it with a hanky now. And he's making Rainbow Month hankies. <laughs> what does he make them out of? Just, like... Fabric? Well, yes, I know, but, like... <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. I understand that. That's I don't know what answer you're looking for. I meant like, does he just like use fabric he has around, oh, or does no. he like he go bought, to Joanne's and get you. special hanky? He fabric? buys special hanky fabric. My mom has been. Yeah, it's not. It's not the thin. Cassie's like like it's, muslin. Cassie's like it's it's cotton. It's the fabric of our lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's not special hanky it's fabric. Not satin. Here, like here's the hankies he made for Pride Month. Ooh. Ooh, so they're like fun. two different rainbow patterns. Yeah. Um, oh, I see he's got a chopstick right there. Um, <laughs> well, so <laughs> <laughs> my mom has been making masks this whole time. And she always oh, like yeah. will go to Joanne's and buy fabric and be like, well, who wants any of these? And it'll be like some mm-hmm. flowers, some dinosaurs, some rocket ships. Sure. So then my brother was like, can you make me a hanky out of these dinosaurs or something? And then. So he's not he, making them. No. 
okay, he is now. Yeah. Okay. Mom, mom made say, one. Robin's making them. My mom made one, and then Ryan was like, I think I can do that, probably. Oh. And he's making well, them now. Well, good for him. Everybody's got a hobby. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have hankies soon. That's tomorrow, nice. tomorrow, tomorrow. But they're Monday? just, they're not functional hankies. They're, I mean, they're style I could, hankies. I could Ugh, blow my nose functional, into it. Functional hanky, hankies really gross Reusable me out. Reusable tissues. There are some things that you put the boogies back in the pocket. should not be reusable and that is one of them. Diapers? Toilet paper. <laughs> you were right Don't there. Don't you remember? <laughs> so reusable toilet paper I feel like has been a thing but oh, it really yeah. came back at the beginning of the pandemic. Remember? Because we didn't have, there was a big well, There was the toilet remember shortage. Remember the, to- the, to- the great toilet paper. The great toilet paper shortage of 2020. Yes. And so I remember there being so many things about people being like, it's fine. You just like make your own toilet paper and it's like you just get like fabric and you can like, you, you like you can pull it apart and then you just put it in the dirty bin and then you wash it and it's like, no. No. Listen, this is one of those things where no. we invented toilet paper for a reason. There's a reason that we don't all die from sewage the way that we used to. <laughs> they weren't using reusable toilet paper in the past. They weren't using any toilet paper <laughs> in the, the past. <laughs> I'm saying that, like... Did we talk on the podcast about my hypothetical in the porta potty <laughs> I don't think we recorded it. We talked about it at length, just the two of us. Yeah. Well... We, talk, we brought Steven in on it. We to did. See what he thought just about like, it. Just, like, long story short, I was in a porta potty I, I had a <laughs> dire situation. I was worried there wasn't going to be toilet paper, and I thought, what would I do if there was no toilet paper? It, I w- we were on a run, and I decided I would text Cassie to go get me some from the apartment. Um... But she said she wouldn't get it for me, so we determined that I would use my mask. So that's a... Well, then I would throw it away. I wouldn't keep it. And Well, and Stephen told... Stephen suggested sock. That was what right. he would... That, <laughs> depending on the sock, I might wash it. <laughs> oh, no! Although... No, we're done. Yeah, I'm not going to go stop. anymore. We got well, This is like one... We've had a lot of potty talk on the podcast recently. <laughs> the potty cast. Oh God! A lot of potty talk. Okay, of potty grandma. Talk. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this has really gone off on its in a weird direction. Um, but do we have anything else that we want to say about um, Criminal Minds today? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, well, this is the part where we tell you to follow us on social media. Facebook is it's bumping, blowing up over there. Welcome to the Facebook if you're hanging out with us there. Thank you for joining us over on Facebook and giving us a like. I I, I constantly get notifications being like, every time I log on. So likes the unknown subject on Facebook. So thank you. That's always I'm going to go delight. on right now. I bet I'm going to have a notification. Um, you're going to get a shout out. Of course, you can follow us on um, Instagram I at don't. the. At the Unknown Subject Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Unknown Sub Pod. You can follow us over there on Patreon. It's a little quiet over on Patreon. We just keep... Will we ever record This Is a Robbery? No, we're gonna, we're, have to, we're gonna have to skip This Is a Robbery and go straight to Son of Sam. Sons. Sons of Sam. We have to go on to that I have one. to watch it still, so. Yeah. Maybe we can watch it together. <gasps> <laughs> That got Cassie. Cassie. <laughs> uh, no, we've never thought of it before. Well, we've never thought of it before.
before because it wasn't an option. It wasn't an option. We started doing true crime reviews well, in pandemic times. Here's why we don't do that. Because there's whole series and we just want to talk one episode. No, I wasn't saying we record while we watch it. I yeah. just thought we'd watch it together. Yes, we could spend Not a whole for four hours. Maybe we watch like <laughs> an episode together. You'll hear Sons of Sam in six months <laughs> when we finally make it work. I don't know. There's, we'll figure it out. There are details maybe we to watch, be determined. Like, three of them apart and then the last one maybe. we watch together. Maybe. And then we record it right well, after. It's fresh. So that it's fresh. That's the strategy. There we go. That because that's how we lost. That's how we lost Night Stalker. That's how we lost. <laughs> how many casualties have because there been? Because we couldn't. We didn't move fast enough, uh. and then we forgot about it. Because <laughs> like it's like right. If I was going to talk about this as a robbery right now, I would just be like, they stole a bunch of art. It was probably the mob. The I end. think the security guards were in on the it. The security guards were either willingly in on it or just like so high out of their mind, haphazardly in on it. Like they didn't realize they were in. On it. <laughs> That's more likely. They seem like idiots. Well, that's the thing. What I think. We'll see now here. We're right there. We're right. <laughs> what I think is that the security guard with the long hair and the fanny pack mm-hmm. said something. He sh- He was talking out of turn and didn't realize that <laughs> talking he, was, out of turn. He, didn't, he didn't realize that he was like giving away. Like, oh, yeah. Giving the logistical secrets. Basically secrets. saying he was just talking security codes to all the right. Art. And somebody with the wrong person was listening and they used that against him. And so then they and they know they were casing it because they got told that they were casing the museum. Yeah. So I don't think it's a mystery. I think. Listen, just watch it. You'll know exactly who did it. If you it's watch very it. obvious at the end, like they're probably spot on with who did it. They just it's still entertaining. It. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. I want the art to come back. They need that art back for sure. It. I imagine the. I think they'll income. find it. I think they'll find it in like twenty years. One of them dies because one of yep. them will die, and the you know the family like will, their kid will be like, "What the yep, fuck is the fam- this?" In this the tube? family will be like cleaning something out, and they'll open it, and they'll be like, "Holy shit!" Like this <laughs> they is they did have it the whole time. Here's the Rembrandt. Like it's been in mm-hmm. Grandpa's basement this whole time, and yep. that's that'll be that. So I think we're just waiting for them to. I yeah, think. I agree. Like some of the more outlandish like theories that like you know some like multi-billionaire like bond villain like mm-hmm. you know had them steal it and they have like a gallery of stolen artworks like i don't think that that's what happened no, i me think either. that the mob these guys put a crew together they yeah because they use them as leverage for getting out of prison but also like this museum had the worst security <laughs> <laughs> they did like honestly anyone could have done this like it yeah. wouldn't have been that difficult they like, spent they had like eight hours where no one was doing shit no like it wasn't they could have stolen all of the art yeah like it wouldn't it would have been so it's like the whole that's my maybe one one like thing i have wrong with the documentary is they do try to kind of spin it especially in the beginning as they're kind of like laying out what happened they try to spin it as like this is like some kind of like criminal mastermind yeah. put this together and i'm like it's i don't not. think that that's the case i think that it was that easy it's to not oceans it. 11 it's over not here. oceans 11 yeah like that's what they they try to make it seem like this is a heist movie and it's like mm, like or just they got lucky <laughs> and it wasn't that hard like yeah. i don't know <laughs> like stealing a ketchup packet from a mcdonald's so yeah anyway there's my shortened review i'd give the i'd give the documentary a three and a half out of five I'd give it a four out of five, okay. I think. So there you go. Maybe a three point seven five out of five. Ooh. If I'm being generous. I praise. So 
Honestly, I don't remember enough to remember how much I liked it. <laughs> I think I liked it. I liked it. It was fine. It had mob. It had art. Those are two things I like. So. <laughs> and museums. You like museums. Yeah. So, yeah. Whatever. There you go. There's our miniature what review. What if I told you I don't like museums? Well, then I'd say you picked the wrong profession. <laughs> I'm um, good because I like museums. So anyway, there's our miniature review of this is a robbery. <laughs> you got it for free. This could free. be yours for five dollars a month over on Patreon. <laughs> when we do it on Patreon, it's more in depth. I promise. Um. So anyway, anyway, thank you for being here. Today. Anyway, 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 anyway. Thank you for being here today. Uh, for another episode. Thank of you the for end. being here today. <laughs> Doing your Irish accent. That I was trying. Oh, that was it. <laughs> okay. What about your Long Island one? Try that one. <laughs> uh, <coughs> what is someone from new york so uh, thank you for being here today what is- <laughs> she she leans so stereotypically like italian american when she does it is that not what people do in new york when they do the accent to be a stereotype i know well yes but hey like- i'm walking here <laughs> that's what i was picturing i was channeling that like you just got like oh my god oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the line? <laughs> this has gotten so weird. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here today. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> that? That was great. Oh, Every you. week I come with a different one and you have to guess what it is. Yes. That sounds oh, like a great a new idea. game. Okay. <clears throat> <sighs> anyway, join us back here for a whole new episode of The Unknown Subject. Hell but yeah. until then, as they say when they catch the unsub... It's over. <laughs> it's what? over. It's over. I was waiting for you to do it this, Janice. It's over. <laughs> <laughs>